Welcome to Terms of Service, a new Pornhub podcast. This is a show where I, Asa Akira, a porn star, along with my boss, Alex Kakesi, the VP of Brand and Community at Pornhub, talk with people from various industries and points of view regarding matters of censorship, deplatforming, free speech, and the most interesting thing in the world, sex. Today's episode features the notorious Perez Hilton, a blogger who is no stranger to controversy, deplatforming, and the sometimes good, sometimes bad impact that media has on us all. For those of you who don't know, he started the celebrity gossip site PerezHilton.com in 2005, and within six months, it was named, quote, Hollywood's most hated website. He's made a career out of documenting celebrities, often at their worst moments, and has gone through his own journey of self-reflection as a purveyor of gossip. We discuss the importance of free speech and its limits, including his recent encounters with social media censorship and the ethics of self-censoring. How do you want to get into it? Let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. All right. I'm Perez Hilton. I'll just take over your podcast. I was actually really excited (laughs) when you guys reached out and wanted me to chat with you because there's like a direct connection. Um, When you got banned on Instagram, Mm -hmm. I made a video about it. And well, I'm a little bit of a rule breaker, muckraker, Mm -hmm. and- um, don't like to play by the rules myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I've been banned on TikTok for whatever reasons they want. They don't even have to give me a reason. At least Meta, which owns Instagram, Mm -hmm. gave some BS reason as Mm -hmm. to why Pornhub was taken off of Instagram, which just seems untrue to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, how is Pornhub soliciting sex? They're not. <laughs> right. Well, I can tell, like, so I think the reason is that, I mean, they'll give a whole bunch of stupid reasons, yeah. but in some contexts, I think it's because we would post, like, I mean, I don't know if, if you paid much attention to our Instagram I account. I followed it. You did? Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. I did. So like, as you saw, it was mostly just us kind of promoting people from our community. So folks that yeah. are in the model but program. How, how is that soliciting sex? Because I guess we're we're celebrating the fact that they're using our platform to make money that they're, they're making a living on it. Or in some cases, but that's not soliciting sex. Soliciting sex is okay. Go to this website to arrange something. I'm not trying to defend yeah, them no. by <laughs> any means. Cause I've also it's, been trying to wrap my mind around it. Well, that's the thing. So TikTok banned me in December of 2020 okay. for quote, violating community guidelines. And I know, I didn't do anything that would warrant me getting kicked off any platform mm-hmm. on there. But I clearly ruffled some feathers. Mm-hmm. I clearly made some folks uncomfortable. I was call it was you know back then was like peak pandemic times. Yeah, yeah. So I was d- definitely calling out a lot of the big TikTokers that were having parties and just being oh, dumb. Okay. And a lot of them were young, you know, teenagers in their early 20s and I think they complained to TikTok and collectively they forced me out. And there's definitely this mentality of older folks like myself, I'm gonna be 45 soon. You don't look it. Thank you. Um, You know, we grew up a different way and I'm I'm not saying that bullying is acceptable. Bullying is not okay. 
but you should be able to share an opinion that is critical in a non-bullying way. Of course. And a lot of young people are of the school of thought that, well, like they heard it from their parents enough. Oh, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. No, that's not the real world. And actually, I'm glad that Elon Musk bought t- Twitter. I wish he would have bought TikTok. I, I wish he would have <laughs> he, he bought Instagram, you know, because the the problem that Pornhub faced is nothing new, you know. Mm-hmm. It saddens me that, quote, sex workers can't even refer to themselves as that. Yeah. They have to call themselves SWs mm-hmm. because they're afraid of getting banned. And it sucks that, you know, social media is an important part for so many mm-hmm. of their livelihoods. Mm-hmm. You can't just create the content. I know this because I've been doing it for 18 years. You have to create the content and then you have to promote the content. Mm-hmm. And, you for know- For sure. And, and, you know- and it's, and it's everywhere. It's not just Instagram. It's like even right. TikTok. There was this- really popular, popular TikToker named, I believe, Kristen Hancher. She's from Canada. And she actually was using TikTok way before it was popular. It was while it was still musically. She had tens of millions of followers. And just because she mentioned her OnlyFans, they banned her. They banned her. Or somebody like you know, um, Kara Cunningham, mm-hmm. who many people know for the from the brief, the Leave Britney Alone video mm-hmm. and has transitioned and has done uh, adult work in the past, banned from TikTok for no reason. It's like it, it's 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 a lot of discrimination against sex workers, but it's also like if you are not a young, pretty white person, Mm -hmm. the odds of you getting banned, harassed, or just having an awful experience on any social media is extremely high. Young, pretty, thin, white people rule and the algorithm favors them and Mm -hmm. they can get away with so much more that than other folks can't get away with. Is that anything to do with the fact that they believe that that is what's profitable or- is it just plain old I think racism, so. sexism? I think, it, well, I think it's all of the above. There was that one whistleblower that used to work at um, Facebook that made all of these allegations. So I think it's all of the above. Mm-hmm. Like they're aware. All of the platforms are aware of this, like what, how, what works on mm-hmm. the platforms. And they haven't really, in my mind, taken any non-performative steps at making things better. Mm -hmm. They'll do things like, oh, we're going to have a panel discussion for black creators, or we're going to have a big Mm -hmm. celebration for pride month or or whatever it might be. And it's just, it's, it's just disheartening. You feel it's performative. Yeah. Window dressing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious, like what is the perfect platform to you? Because obviously, you know, us as a porn platform, Mm -hmm. you know, we think a lot about how there are are obviously rules that, you know, we should all follow ethics, you know, morality, et cetera. But like, how far does the freedom of expression go? Like to you, what is the perfect platform? Is it just anything goes anarchy? No, absolutely not. Um, The perfect slash imperfect platform is TikTok. And it pains me that I'm not allowed on there because that is where culture is at right now. And everything is cyclical. Eventually, the TikTok moment will go away. Same thing as happened with Vine. But Same I, yeah. thing that happened, and I'll explain it in a moment more. Mm-hmm. Same thing that happened with Snapchat, et cetera, et cetera. Why I say the perfect platform is TikTok, even though it 
discriminates and it bans people so much is you will get views and, and people are paying attention there unlike any other platform right now. Sure, Twitter, you can go like semi-viral on Twitter, but it's a different audience, mm -hmm. much more poli pol politics and, and that focus is on there or stan culture, but like average everyday people are on TikTok and it sucks that it's this company owned by China that used to be for children. So they operate with both of those modalities. Like mm -hmm. we have kids in mind and we're communist owned, you know? Mm -hmm. No, I um, definitely agree with you that but, but logistically yeah. TikTok is the- you you can see it. It's yeah. the most addicting platform, right? Yeah. Like people cannot get off of TikTok. It's I'm sure hours wise, like the most time is spent on TikTok. For I'm sure, scared. I don't have I it would, yet. And I'm scared yeah, to get on it because I'm like, my life will be over. I would over. say in terms of fairness or justice, Twitter is probably the best platform. Sex workers can post nudity on there within the rules. Like yeah. you're not allowed to post a nude photo in the header or the the profile photo, mm -hmm. but on your feed you can. And, uh, you know, the, they rarely ban people. Um, they give people chances like, oh, we'll let you back on, but you have to delete that tweet yeah, mm -hmm. and things like that. And the terms of service perhaps are a little bit more clear. More right? transparency. Yeah. Because yeah. for us, like, we, so I don't know if you saw, we actually did make a second I saw that. Instagram account. We got account. banned again. It was we did. So and you know what's and crazy? And that happened to me on TikTok too. Yeah. We, us rule breakers, we think alike. But it sucks because you know who's really pushing it and is, I, well, there's so, this conversation was meant to be for many reasons. Mm -hmm. Actually, I should show you. Well, it's a, well, I'll, I'll describe it for your, uh, for, for your listeners that are, yeah. this morning, like, it was like, I do believe in God and I believe mm -hmm. in a higher power mm -hmm. and karma and all of that stuff. I posted, so, not even because we were meeting, like I just saw a funny video and every morning I share a funny video yeah. that I titled, this is how I feel right now. Yeah. And the funny video that I posted this morning was of this wonderfully wacky guy mm -hmm. doing some kind of ceremony. Like there's a lot of these bros out there. He was <laughs> fully clothed uh -huh. and whacking his balls because I don't know what, like I'll just show it. To me, it was funny as hell. Oh, I know this guy. I know who that oh, is. You know this guy and very well. Yeah. And then he's like whacking his balls and Instagram took it down and gave me a, a violation saying that was sexual content. There's nothing sexual about this. Right. He's no. not stroking his penis. He's whacking his balls because he thinks that that will help him in some way. I'm not quite sure I think what. It, there's and balls power are not in inherently it. sexual, right? Exactly. No, it's, it's ascribed meaning. That's it. So right. Exactly. And then, you know, to what I was saying, uh, pushing the envelope, Britney Spears, mm -hmm. she literally posts porn mm -hmm. on Instagram just with like, the tiniest little emoji. And I love it. Covering her cooch. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with no. that. I think there, there should be ways to make sure that, well, first of all, I think all social media should be for 18 and above. Oh, interesting. I don't think that a 13-year-old should have social media. Yeah, I talk about that a lot, actually, because I'm 35. Yeah. And I think that I'm so lucky as far as, how I like the, the exact time that I grew up because I had, I think I started like a MySpace when I was like just <laughs> at the end of high school, which was really fun. But it was obviously said like you were on MySpace. Like I wasn't actually, you weren't. No, oh cause I'm God. older than you. So even bef before there was MySpace, like the original and they never get credit for this. It's such a bummer. 
there was a, a an almost identical. It was. It wasn't even an app. They were websites. Friendster. Friendster. Yep. Yes, I remember. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. you remember? I haven't thought of Friendster in. Oh my god. I didn't have I it. I had but- it. And then, and then and then MySpace came along. Yeah. Like, well, what's the point of joining MySpace if it's the same thing as Friendster? Right. I certainly so I never don't ever recall it. getting a, a violation of terms of service on MySpace. It was the wild, wild west. It was whatever. It was. What's interesting about MySpace, though, is that it absolutely was the wild west. Mm-hmm. You had and to like, even code my age. a lot You of had your to stuff. code your yeah. own page. I loved it. But yeah. the weird thing is like it didn't get... It, it didn't go to a wild west place. Like it wasn't like it you probably know, did, but it never got covered. It, it, you, you didn't really go viral like you do now. If something wild it stayed happened within on it, no, it was yeah, like it did. It stayed within the echo chamber. Yeah, yeah, it bred a certain like it bred like you know Jeffrey Star, Tila Tequila. Like there was like a certain, Matthew Lush. Yeah, yes. like a certain genre of celebrity that was like very specific to that time and that platform. Yeah, but. Yeah, like it's but just you know to get what? back to your point of of like the age of of people on social media platforms because that's something that like we get sort of criticized for a lot is this big misconception that there's a lot of underage content on our site and that we're also trying to like for whatever reason invite underage viewers to our platform which is absolutely not the truth like we don't want kids on our platform in in either of those situations so it's interesting to think about that in the context I think of other platforms, because I think you're, you're kind of onto something there. I think a lot, there's so much bullying that happens. I think there's also not a lot of like kids are like, you know, I'm not a parent, but just like, I can't imagine how scary that must be to well, be a parent. not even that. Like I have three children yeah. and I'm not going to let my kids have any social media while they're in my house. Mm-hmm. Just because for the main reason of it's going to, it would be a distraction from school. Interesting. School needs yeah. to be your number one mm-hmm. priority mm-hmm. in my house. Yes. <laughs> Especially because like, you know, I pay for my kids to go to private school and I live in Los Angeles. You know how freaking expensive that I is? Do you think that is realistic? Like, do you think it's realistic no that choice. they're not, but you don't think they're going to school and You like, think I won't find out if they have secret <laughs> social media accounts? If anyone, I'm you sleuth. will. Yes, well, maybe they right. might not have and accounts, then, but they might be like lurking with their friend. Well, that's on a fine. Yeah. That's so fine. long as they don't have their own. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even... Oh, so you mean you don't want them to be creating content? Correctly, nor yeah, like, okay. And I'm I'm gonna be that. I understand every family is different. Mm-hmm. Mine is clearly different. I mean, like I'm a single gay dad with three kids, and my mother lives with me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna give my children cell phones even until mm-hmm. I absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. Some families, if they're divorced, you know, kids need phone because they want to talk to mom oh, or dad yeah. or this okay. or that, or or if the kids are in eighth grade and they're in sports and they need it for whatever reason, if they're going on away tournaments mm-hmm. or whatnot, sure. I understand giving your kid a phone, but if my kids don't need a phone, I'm not going to give them a phone until they need it. Like mm-hmm. they're on their own, like 17 or whatever it is. No, that Nor makes do I sense. want them having social media for a variety of reasons. Like, yeah, they'll be, they'll, they'll, they'll discover scary things, scary people. And for me, really, it's like, there's already so many distractions. I want my kids to stay focused and stay sheltered. Yeah, I want my kids sheltered. Mm-hmm. I want my kids to be kids. I don't want a savvy nine-year-old. I don't want a worldly seven-year-old. <laughs> no. So it sounds like you actually do believe in, in quote-unquote censorship, but that would be 18 and below. 
right? Yeah. Until minds are developed enough to be and able to be reasonable. And even 18, they're not even reasonable. that developed, but, I, but, but 18 is the age, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Because also, I mean, hello, social media is not a right. It's a privilege. Mm-hmm. Sure. For sure. That there should absolutely be responsibility, like they always say. But also, I want to say, and I don't think I've said this yet, I love porn. I love porn. I wish people said that more. Mm-hmm. Like, so many, most people watch porn probably. A lot of people and, do. And we have the numbers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they just don't talk about <laughs> the it. The receipts are there. Although, my, my challenge to you both mm-hmm. is I do believe that. You know, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade and you should maybe lean into being canceled and or lean into other things. Like, how do you mean? Like, I don't know. Well, you started this, so you're, you're already doing it. Like, yeah, that's definitely what I was going to say. Like, this yeah. is an absolute reaction. So, to, yeah, think of other ways to do mm-hmm. it. Like maybe even file lawsuits, like become advocates for freedom of speech, become advocates and, and, and guardians of sex workers. And also like, if I had like a really cute Pornhub merch, I'd wear that. Like I'll send you some, we have a lot. Well, one like super positive thing that has come, I think one, our industry is more united than ever. And, and I think that's a result of a lot of things, but I think the Pornhub ban from Instagram really brought people together in a way, in a more public way that we haven't really seen before. And that is, you know, we are, we do all feel this sense of like camaraderie now that, you know, the world is against us. We are these very ostracized people. And, you know. Yeah, and even, um, I'm having flashbacks now mm -hmm. to last, I think it was last year when even OnlyFans was being douchebags to sex workers. It's like they're, they're, They're being targeted from all sides. Yeah. Sure, sure. And you know, like OnlyFans is absolutely, it's a great example of a platform that sex workers absolutely made successful, right? Yep. There is no doubt. There's no one in the world subscribed to any OnlyFans page for to watch someone cooking. Like that does not, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I have yet to meet that person. I don't know a single creator <laughs> exactly that is known on, like I can tell you TikTokers, I can tell you YouTubers, right? Instagram influencers on OnlyFans. I have no idea- who is on OnlyFans? And, and I'm sure they exist, like, but I don't know who they are. But even someone like Cardi B or, or you know, Cardi B is maybe not the best example because she's very pro-sex worker, but like, you know, like any celebrity on OnlyFans- Some only of the real fans, housewives. Like they're, yeah, like they're also, they fully know what's happening. They're yeah. posting racy photos. Even, they know they're posting stuff they can't post Wait, on since, other- And since this is not an OnlyFans podcast, <laughs> I just find OnlyFans hilarious because actually- I know a lot of people that do OnlyFans and I know more. They make more money in the DMs than with Mm -hmm. their content. Mm -hmm. But it's like the top people on OnlyFans, they're not even answering their own DMs. They have people answer their their DMs for them. No, that's true. And I- That feels real scammy to me. Oh, that's such a rough one for me because I will, uh, how do I put this delicately? I, I know personally, a lot of my friends use- take advantage of that, of this. Um, That's scammy. That's scammy. I don't like that. To me, like it that. feels scammy. To me, it feels like I'd be like compromising my integrity to do so. Uh, but like, 
Oh, it's a tough one, man. Because a lot of my friends, you know, take advantage of that yeah. system to make money so, that way. But I would say most but, of them do but that. I've also seen some of these DMs and I'm like, how do people believe that they're actually <laughs> yeah. talking to? It's, I, I could never relinquish that kind of control. Like, I don't even like people like. Well, they go through a whole me, process you know? of training. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a real so, serious job. And the people that answer the DMs make a lot of money themselves. Mm-hmm. It's a high paying job. Totally, totally. But like what I was saying about OnlyFans is originally is that like we built this platform and when they when it comes to, you know, them pushing or promoting anyone, it's not us. No. They want to- It's Bella Thorne and- Yep. <laughs> Yep. Whatever. And yeah. or Tyga or you know, whatever. Like it's it, it hurts her feelings. Well, you it's know? not celebrated. It's not great for well, morale. How, what's the temperature now on with tw- with regards to Twitter? Like Pornhub, I'm sure had a twi- has a Twitter account. We do. We have uh, about three and a half million followers. And on has Twitter. that grown sizably since the Instagram no. ban? It no. hasn't. Well, I think we're actually. I'm. I'm curious to see what happens in the next little bit. Now that um, yeah, Elon's, that Elon's the taken over, new owner, yeah, and but he fired everybody. <laughs> what are your thoughts on? Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say like we were we've we were shadow banned um, on Twitter. Yes. Oh, that's um, a real thing, by the way. Yeah, for sure. You know, I I wanted to ask you like when PerezHilton.com was created. That was 2005. Yeah. And like, obviously the forever landscape ago. <laughs> forever ago, uh, not to us, it feels like, right. But like, I kind of want to paint a picture of what the landscape looked like for maybe someone who's listening, who doesn't. Like, there was no social media back there then. There was no social media, no. not Instagram, not I mean, Twitter. Not I, even YouTube, I don't think. No, yet. there was no YouTube. Yeah. There was MySpace, kind of. Yeah. 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 And Facebook had launched, but it was literally like the beginning of Facebook where it was still like for college students Like in only. the movie. And like it was in invite network, only. Yeah. It was invite only and for college students. But not just social media, but like the way we consumed media and celebrity gossip was that we would literally go to a grocery store yeah. or a drugstore or receive and something it was in the mail. And a week old. And yeah. get a magazine yeah. that covered all the celebrity gossip of the last week, which is insane to think now. And I, I feel like people can't even fathom that now. And in that time is when you came around with a few other sites, but yours was by far obviously the most iconic. Mm-hmm. And like, we were suddenly getting celebrity gossip minute to minute, right? In in a time where like, we were previously getting gossip from last month, we were suddenly getting like, oh my God, Paris Hilton was here like five minutes ago, et cetera, et cetera. So like, I'm wondering like, how have the terms of gossip changed since then to now? Because obviously now we have social media, we have like all these things. And- they've not changed at all, okay. actually. In, in, well, they've changed some ways, but- Obviously, scandal still sells and it's, you know, craziness, shocking. That's what people love. There's a lot of hypocrites out there who pretend to be holier than thou, but, you know, I forget like the most recent example. I don't do this anymore, but things still leak on Twitter, okay? Mm -hmm. So if a celebrity nude will leak, people will seek it out. If you know, somebody got arrested or whatever. That's, that's, that's big news. It's changed in that, um, you know, obviously now with social media, there's more people to talk about. Mm-hmm. I talk about influencers. Sure. Um, and also celebrities themselves. Like have, there are more types of celebrities. Yes. And, and celebrities have access to their fans directly mm-hmm. and to also getting in trouble too, because some mm-hmm. celebrities will put their foot in their mouth, overshare, um, you know, well, I wanted to ask about that. Like how much of this celebrity gossip that we are seeing, like how much of that is just manufactured or like how much of what we know 
is actually exactly intentionally put in the world for us to know. A PR move, yeah. I would say most of it. Whoa! Especially like when you deal with the Kardashians. You know, there there are, the, the best example I would give is the singer Pink. I would say she's an A-lister. Mm-hmm. Sure. She's internationally known, but she doesn't play the game. She lives a nice, boring life mm-hmm. in Santa Inez and chooses to be normal. If she wanted to, she could be Beyonce, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of like having 10 bodyguards whenever she leaves the house and having a photographer follow her around every single day, which Beyonce does seemingly, and, you know, live that real diva lifestyle, but she doesn't want to. You know, the Kardashians in 2022, they still stage paparazzi photos. Like they will coordinate. Really? The, yeah, still. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. They'll even go, well- some, now they're taking it a step further and now they have like their own in-house paparazzi. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. But sometimes they need the distribution of the traditional paparazzi. So they still work. They do both. They have their own in-house. But is everyone in-house. in media in on this? It's not even a secret. Okay. It's not even a secret. Yeah. It's a business. Yeah. Interesting. So do you feel like, like- The it's- perfect example. Mm-hmm. It's And it's all corrupt. Like only recently did we find out that TMZ has Kanye West on video talking about how he loves Hitler and the Nazis. And they chose not to broadcast that. Why? For obvious reasons. It gives them power. It gives them leverage. It gives them something in their pocket that they could continue to get information from Team Kanye or from the Kardashians. Like, oh, no, no, we're going to do you this solid and not run this, you know? And it's like tit for tat. That's really scary because that's like- Same thing as like at a decade ago Mm -hmm. when they sat on that Justin Bieber video where he was singing the Mm N-word. TMZ had that for years and never did anything with it. And then eventually it leaked. How much Same with this footage of Kanye. How much of what's going on with Kanye is like a PR move then? Is any of it, or is it not, actually that we're witnessing a, something kind of unfortunate? I don't think it's a PR move at all. I okay. think he truly believes what he's saying. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's related to a PR move in that he's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. I'm a narcissist too, so I recognize my people. <laughs> <laughs> he's a narcissist, and he loves attention. Mm-hmm. He loves to hear himself speak. He thinks he's the smartest, most genius person in every room. In the on the planet, really. Mm-hmm. Like he thinks he's a god mm-hmm. and infallible. And he thinks if people disagree with him, they're wrong. Everybody's wrong. They can't see the, the light. I've seen the light. I'm right. Everybody else is wrong. He's the victim. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I don't believe the mental health excuse. I believe that he actually believes what he's saying. Okay. Isn't that in in and of itself mental illness, maybe? Is that possible? I don't think so. No, there's just a lot of hate-filled people that are anti-Semitic or mm-hmm. racist or whatever. That okay, so that's a really great example, Ill. actually. So I I wanted to ask right now in this moment of this recording, probably the biggest piece of celebrity gossip is anything involving Kanye, right? Yeah. The anti-Semitic remarks, yeah, you yeah. know, all these like very, very non-politically correct things he said. Which and a lot of people what, support. Sure. And that is what A lot of people are like, makes, Kanye's right. And that's what a headline is now, right? Whereas 2005, certainly that would not have made a headline. I mean, like when Kramer said the N-word, like we barely even cared. We were like, yeah, 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 back to Lindsay Lohan, right? Mm -hmm. So like, do you- I would say 
Mm-hmm. Everything started to change in 2016 with Donald Trump. Okay. And- Do you think that's good? Uh, no. You know, I, I I learned the hard way. You know, they say woke is a bad thing. I don't like the word woke, but, you know, they say politically correct is a bad thing. I don't like that term either, but I like the word mindfulness. Sure. We should be mindful of each other. We should be mindful of what we say because the world does not revolve around me. Well, where I is- might think so, but you know, words have impact. They sure. have power. They can hurt people. They can incite people to do things. Even recently, there was that lunatic who went into the, the house of Nancy Pelosi trying mm-hmm. to find oh her and yeah, had so an scary. awful encounter with her 82-year-old husband. Mm-hmm. And what's sad is there's this false perception that you know, celebrity coverage has gotten nicer over the years. Perhaps- But social media as a whole hasn't gotten nicer. In fact, if you look at Twitter, you'll see that when especially talking about politics, it is the norm and expected that you will say the most awful things about people who disagree with you politically. Mm -hmm. I I think politics is evil, actually. And I would, I actually- Do you, do you, because of that, do you feel, is there any part of you that's like, damn, celebrity gossip is- like kind of boring now. No, like now that we're no, talking No, I think about- celebrity gossip is important in a way that- Tell us more. Yeah, I think it's like, you know, I view what I do. I'm very honest. I'm like McDonald's, okay? I do offer salads, but people don't go have salads at <laughs> McDonald's. You want your Big Mac or your chicken nuggets and your French fries and, and, and a McFlurry. Um, and I think that that's important. We need escapism. We need things that are aspirational. We need things that are easily digestible. Even if all you're pooping is crap, you know, mm-hmm. it's the escape that we need from the politics that have dominated Facebook and cor- corrupted minds and ruined families and the politics of, of Twitter as well. That's actually, actually, I, I, I just had a light bulb, like, you know, one of the reasons why personally, like I've started to follow over the last couple of years, a lot of food creators mm. and I don't even cook, <laughs> but there's just something really soothing, soothing about, sure. it, yeah. about watching these food but creators. But that is why TikTok works. Yes. We're, we're it gives watching you more videos. of what you're liking. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and not only it's that, like there is something, they, they have latched onto something that is soothing in this world, right? Where like we're learning about things we're never gonna do, but somehow we they're love the it. most censoring of all. TikTok censors and 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 bans more than Instagram, more than Facebook, more than Twitter. You know, TikTok banned Kara Cunningham. TikTok banned this. Um, I wouldn't even call her a sex worker. She's not a sex worker. She she she's an OnlyFans creator, but she just does pole dancing. I think that's sex work. I think so okay, too. Okay, fine. Sex worker. It exists but, on a spectrum. <laughs> okay, it's on the spectrum. You know, she won America's Next Top Model, Lisa D'Amato, and because of her pole dancing, clothed pole dancing videos mm-hmm. on TikTok, they deleted that's her That's crazy. And they pole dancing her. is like a legit fitness activity yeah. now. Well, it's probably like one of the best examples of one of the things that's been co-opted from sex work and monetized and- you know, mm-hmm. people are able to pluck and harvest the things that are, you know, that they like or that are more right. like Just acceptable and safe. Yeah, at exactly. its finest. I, I kind of want to get back to your, what you were saying with mindfulness. Cause I think mm-hmm. that that's really interesting as like a guiding principle. Yeah. But how do we do that? Cause that's also really subjective, right? Cause like what seems like 
natural. And I think probably between the three of us, I think we would have like pretty similar views as far as like, what is an acceptable way, quote unquote, to conduct yourself online? How do you make content that isn't harmful to people? Because I think that's ultimately what terms of service or community guidelines, like, I think that's like, apparently like the spirit behind them, right? Like we want to keep people safe and we have our own on Pornhub that we take really seriously. A lot of people don't know that, but we do. It's a big part of our brand actually, like just keeping people safe, both as far as people that are watching our content and then people that are creating content and making sure that there's, you know, no violence. Cause we, we have, we have comments on, on our platform. We have the ability to communicate with people in all sorts of different ways. We want that to be really safe, but then it's like, where do you draw the line? Cause like, I've been actually a follower of yours for forever. Like I think since you started and I'm curious about like, cause you do have people that are commenting on, on your posts. Right. So like, is there a moderation that happens no. there? No. Okay. No. I mean, that's, and that's not yeah. meant to be like a, a positive or a negative. Like I'm just like genuinely I don't even, curious I, like, about Even like it. on my social media, like, yeah. but I'm weird. Like I like <laughs> negative comments. <laughs> I don't think that's weird because I, I mean, but what do you It like, helps with engagement. A negative so you're, comment. You're very like, like any, all, yeah. any attention is yeah. good attention. Okay. Actually negative comments are, if, if you look at comments in terms of currency, let's say I post a photo and you know, I'm thinking I, I look cute today mm-hmm. and somebody says, oh, you look so cute today. Yeah. That comment's worth a dollar. But then if somebody says, oh my God, you look so disgusting. You should kill yourself. That comment's worth a hundred dollars because- <laughs> the people who like me and support are me gonna will come, defend yes. me. And the people who hate me are maybe saying I should kill myself is so extreme, but it's like, you look so, you're, you know, here we go. You look cute today. Great. That's a dollar. Um, you are so toxic. You should not be on this app. That's a hundred dollars because then the people that agree with him or her will then chime mm-hmm. in. And it's like, at the end of the day, I only win because more engagement for my stuff. And like, like, like you, I'm shadow banned on Instagram mm-hmm. or, you know, everywhere probably. Yeah. <laughs> Within that, do you think there are limits? Like for a second, you said maybe kill yourself is yeah, a little I don't bit think that's too appropriate. extreme. Yeah. So like, where is the line? the line? And this is like a question I ask myself all the time because yeah, I, I don't believe, know. Yeah. Like we believe in free think, speech. Yeah. We believe in freedom of expression, but like but we're also but two very sensitive people. And it's yeah. like, I don't want anyone yeah, to I don't, cry. I don't, I don't want anyone to have their feelings I hurt. I don't think you should be able to, you know, tell somebody to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should say, oh, um, I'm Kanye West and all Jewish people are awful. Right. Like, I don't think that's a, well, that's a tricky line. All Jewish people are awful. <laughs> um, that's clearly anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah, I think that's violent yeah, that's, language. That feels obviously... Bad. Yeah. And we saw it firsthand. Yeah. I think the it should that violate. Was, yeah. It should violate. Uh, because same. he's someone that has a lot of power. And then we see, but that's not also right. not to say that like people that don't have power should be allowed to say those things. It's just that like Or like can we say something like all all racists suck or all racists should kill themselves? Let's let, like is that should that no, be allowed? No, I think that's also actually I posted something because that is kind of hate speech no, in you, itself, I, right? I, but then it's like too much censorship. I did some a video. I think it was either on TikTok or Instagram where I said something like "men suck," mm-hmm. and that got taken down. Did they say why? I uh, bullying. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because that, that they were targeting you. Come on, like maybe. if I said that. They would not have taken that. Down. I think. I think you might. I think they might take it down. I do think, you know, censorship has gone too far. 
been pushed too much. Like, yes, mindfulness. You know, I think maybe YouTube is is a is a good platform. Like, they do a good job of of like they have like a three a four strike policy. Really interesting. Yeah, yeah, and and people are kind of on their better behavior on there and. Cause but we've say- gotten, we've actually been removed from, we do have a YouTube account. I think it has like, you've been removed from there. No. We have, we have been removed a couple of times, but we were able to appeal it and get it back. So that to me is kind of, I think what's really missing with Instagram in particular is that there's like this kind of like wizard well, there of Oz, is like appeals wall. process. there is, but it's so opaque. And there's not like, there isn't an opportunity to connect with a human. No, there's and no just humans. Be like, Can you please just tell me what I did? Yeah, there's and no I think, humans. Or what we did. I don't even have a human contact at Instagram. It sucks. I bet, no, I know. I've spoken to like very famous, very rich people that same thing. They're just like, I don't know. Like it's, it's kind of a crapshoot. And I think that that's kind of really terrifying if you have this platform that has so much power, yeah, because well, they it don't does. have that. Pa- they don't have any anymore. Actually, well, I, I think they well, because TikTok has yeah. it out. TikTok yeah. definitely has Instagram more, but I think dead. Meta it's dying, but it's still huge. Like, it's to dead. us, sure. it was a big deal that we lost well, it, yeah. and it's really very dangerous. I think yeah. that that this is kind of like the place that we're going to, and and I agree, and I like agree. you know, and just like for our community too, because like we we have so many people that relied on our Instagram account and getting the visibility from our account to be able to have fans discover them. And then that leads to direct money in their pockets. Right. So like just us being gone sucks point blank, but. Oh, are you going through with the appeals process? We're trying to, but I I know that it's like, but Meta has now commented publicly saying that like we've allegedly violated the terms over for the past, over the course of the past 10 years, which is like, is categorically not true. But then again, and this is something that we've we've spoken about in a, in a different episode that we recorded yesterday. Like the terms are so deliberately wide reaching for any reason. Exactly, it's and like they the reserve new treason, that right. Exactly, right? it's just it like oh, like anything. today we feel like you're violating this, and it's like I sure I guess if you want to bring it to that length, like you can say that we did violate that term. But then we see that like you know Kim Kardashian, Cardi B, Britney, all these Britney are yeah. are allowed and like I'm super stoked that they're allowed to do that but it's just like what we keep saying and like we did write an open letter to Meta and we're just like but why not us like yeah, how why are we, we not afforded why that? do not why don't we get the same privileges well, are you seriously asking that question you don't well, know I the know, answer I know exactly what the answer is I want them to say it and they're not going to say it yeah for anybody doubting the answer is money the answer is advertisers mm-hmm. That's sim- the, the, but when it's stupid also, because who cares if you're on like Instagram advertising and Pornhub has an account, like why the fuck would that bother an advertiser? It's like, well, the message that it. we are very clearly getting, I think is that by merely existing, we are violating terms of service, right? Like just, just yeah. by existing. Yeah. It's bad. And, beha- and, and obeying their rules. Very yeah. scary. You're not welcome there. Unhealthy, dangerous message to be sending globally about sex workers, about people in general, anyone. The way that's going to trickle down is it's not good about and any that's people. And that's kind of what we're trying to explain is that it's it's happening to the sex work community right now. And it's a matter of time before it starts impacting other people. And I think, unfortunately, like a lot of people just don't really care about the fact that it's impacting Until sex it workers. Until it impacts them. Yeah. Because yeah. like sex workers have traditionally with, with 
you know, they've always been the first ones to to kind of ring the alarms with this kind of stuff, like with with a lot of laws that have come into power and, you know, are targeting them directly, but have trickle down effects that are really scary and dangerous. So, yeah. You know, when we were talking a little bit earlier about like, what is Elon going to do with Twitter? Right. And I th- he put out a statement recently that talks about the algorithms mm-hmm. and how he kind of, his hope for Twitter moving forward, let's see what actually happens, is that he kind of wants to do away with algorithms as far as content goes and and strengthen algorithm as far as advertising goes. Because good advertising is content, whereas bad advertising is just spam, right? And like, if you think about it, the algorithm is kind of a form of, censorship. Absolutely. You know, right? Like we're only seeing the content of uh, that's why ways to jump in, in line with that's, money. Like if if you're an advertiser and you're spending certain dollar amounts on these platforms, you are given better treatment. You're getting in front of more eyes. You're getting, you know, visibility that others aren't. Your posts are certainly interrupting and coming before you know, a whack load of other stuff that people are actually on there that they want to see. It sucks that it's like, not even for the platforms, but it's, it sucks that social media is all about money for everybody. Yeah. Like whatever happened to just using it and doing it for fun. Like that's what I started as. And I still enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not making money on my secret TikTok accounts, but I still do it because it makes me happy. Was was PerezHilton.com a hobby? Yeah. So it was never going to be a business. No, because I wasn't making money off of it for the first year. It was oh, wow. just a hobby. How, I want, I have to ask, like, how did it start? Like, was it the kind of thing where you, as a kid, you just like love the gossip rags and then like. Yeah. I mean, well. It started in your tiny little apartment kind of thing or. You know, I actually think that the world of pop culture saved me because, you know, I, I, I Everybody has fucked up childhoods and everybody experiences trauma. We're all in therapy. Yeah, I'm in therapy. I am too. Everybody everybody experiences, life is hard. Life is hard. Especially when you're young and you experience traumatic events, which, you know, for me, it was my grandfather died when I was 15 and he lived with me, but that's fine. And he was in his 80s. And then seven days later, my father died and he was in his early 50s. Wait a minute. My grandfather was in his 80s. Sorry. Did I say 50s? I don't know. My grandfather lived with us. He died. He was in his 80s. Then seven days later, my dad died and he was only 52 years old. Oh my God. And, you know, my mother was just trying to stay alive. Yeah. Like she lost 60 pounds. She wow. couldn't function. She developed diabetes. Like she didn't have diabetes before. Now all of a sudden she's got diabetes. Like she almost died of a broken heart, truly, because it was her father mm-hmm. who died and then That's her husband so much, yeah. in seven days. And, you know, if something like that were to happen to my kids now, like I'd put them in therapy right away. And this and that. I know my mom was doing her best of and course. just trying to survive, but I never went to therapy. I never even talked about it with people. I never processed it. Also, that wasn't the world back then. Yeah, no. in the 90s. Yeah. So what I did was I drowned myself in television, in music, in reading my magazines that I, I subscribed to Vanity Fair at 15. Oh I, my God. I read Entertainment <laughs> so Weekly mature. every week, yeah, so all of those things. Um, and I did that in, in with full gusto. Like I would watch TV till like midnight. Mm-hmm even if I had school the next day. And, you know, then I absorbed all of that. And and those were my formative years. And then Perez was kind of born then, way before he was ever 
birthed in public. Mm-hmm. So of course you say celebrity gossip is important. It literally did save your life. It did. And it is saving someone else's because, life out there right now. Because I could have instead, you know, turned to drugs, drugs or sure. alcohol or destructive mm-hmm. behavior in other ways. Mm-hmm. Or further depression. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. But instead I numbed, that was my numbing. I numbed myself with television mm-hmm. and the 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 magazines that I was reading and the the music that I was listening to and buying CDs and all of that stuff. So uh, yeah, for me, it saved my life. And also I think being Latino, I, there's a lot of snobbery in Anglo America, like gringos, um, you know, the word gossip, it has negative connotations to mm-hmm. it, but in, wait, la- tell, but we- in, la- in the Latino community, chisme, which is the translation for gossip is not perceived as a bad thing. Oh, it's a positive. Every, it's a cultural thing. We all do it. Mm-hmm. Every Latino does the chisme with all the everybody else. In a way else. that it's like a compliment if you're gossiping about someone or- Or just a community it's a, activity. It's, like I wouldn't it's say a, it's a compliment, but it's not a ne- it doesn't have negative connotations. It's, it's just- not ugly. Yeah. And it's just assumed that all Latinos are chismosos. Like everybody's talking about your neighbor down the street. Or, My mother was the biggest chismosa of them all, you know? <laughs> like I, That rubbed off on me too. And even before my dad died, I remember reading my mother's Hola magazine and mm. Vanidades, mm-hmm. like about the Spanish royal family and just all this, the Latino celebrities and all of that stuff. So um, it's a lot more accepted and common. And like, you know, Latinos have parties and we get together and we, we gossip. That's what we do as a culture, mm-hmm. much more so than you know, like American folk, they'll get together and maybe they might com- complain about work. Yeah. Like Latinos won't complain about work to each other because we have this mentality. You keep that in your like nuclear family, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't tell your friends about how much you hate your job or this or the other. Like you tell your, your husband or your wife and maybe your mom and dad, but well, at a party like, you just dance and you gossip. And the like United States, we're so competitive, right? It's, it's like capitalism, right? We are so competitive that anytime you are talking about another family, of course it's competitive. Of course it's talking shit, right? It's not like this fun, joyful, congratulatory light thing. But, but so when you started the site, did you feel like, oh, no one's getting celebrity gossip fast enough? Let This is somewhere I no, can interject? No, it wasn't even that. It wasn't thought out at all. When I started, people weren't using their, you know, it, there was no Twitter or anything like that. So I used this one service, which I don't even know if it exists anymore. It was called Blogspot or yeah. Blogger. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so simple. Like you sign up, you name your blog, you click a few buttons. It's to like, like a WordPress. Yeah. But much simpler. WordPress is difficult. Were there terms of service on it that you remember? <laughs> I don't know. Things that you were not allowed to say I don't on remember. it? Or I'm sure no? there were, you know, okay. but I, 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 I started my blog and. And where were you getting your so, tips? Um, I'll share that in a second. But you know, most people who did have blogs, it was more about uh, either like a first person journal, like, mm-hmm. oh, I went on Themselves. a date last yeah. night and it was awful. Or it was about, you know, an area of expertise or their, their hobbies, like whatever it might be. Yeah. And I never wanted to talk about myself. I was always interested in celebrities. That, that, that it just, I'm going to start a blog. Oh, I want to talk about celebrities. Like, did you have a job at the time? I did. I was working at a gay men's magazine. Okay. And, um, I lived in Los Angeles at the time and that what I started were you, it. What type of things were you writing about there? Celebrities. And, oh, okay. and I would get my, 
uh, celebrities and also books. Um, you know, I did a lot of interviews with Put celebrities. Culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the gay men, the gay men's magazine. Um, and, uh, you know, my friends that worked in the industry, when I started my blog, because there was nobody else doing it, they were just giving me information. Oh, sick. Yeah. Like I remember one day, Lindsay Lohan got into a car wreck on Robertson and it happened right across the street from where New Line Cinemas used to be. And a bunch of my friends used to work at New Line. So they went, they took photos for me. They told me what happened. Whoa. Oh my God. It was like a hit and run accident it's so too. Grassroots. It was It was crazy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay's been through a lot, but she's in a much better place now. She seems to be her. doing great. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a holiday movie coming out. She's engaged. So like at the time you must, it, it was just a, aside from like your friends going out and taking pictures, it was, it sounds like it was a one man show, right? It was for the longest time. Yeah. And you know, like I, I worked for a brief time at Barstool Sports. And okay. one thing I really remember is the bloggers could have no social life because at any given moment, something could happen. And if something happens in the sports world, yeah. they would need to blog about it and I, have it up within life. 15 minutes. <laughs> so like, were you just, how were you even able to keep a job and like, well, I didn't get much sleep. And, I didn't get much sleep. And, and at one for, point did it become a business? Like After a year. Well, actually it's a funny story. I wrote about it in my memoir. I'll try to make it condensed, but in the span of 12 months, like I, I was that overachiever in high school. I got a full scholarship to NYU. I was always a goody, goody, good kid. But within 12 months, I got fired from three different jobs. Wow. <laughs> for different reasons. The last- For terms of service? Yeah. Terms of service violations? <laughs> also, I'll make them quick. The first job I got fired at was from the Gay Men's Magazine, where I was working at because- the, the job before that, I was working at a gay nonprofit, mm -hmm. which was, it felt so corporate. And the gay men's magazine felt fun because I could get to interview celebrities. I could get to Your just passion. be more creative as mm -hmm. well as, you know, like doing the editing. I got to do both. Uh, but I took a pay cut. This was 2004. And I was making $30,000 a year to be the senior editor of this gay men's magazine. $30,000 a year. Whoa. So I was like, well, how can I make more money? So I was responsible for half of the sections in the magazine and the editor-in-chief was responsible for the other half. One of my sections was the books section. So we'd get all these books to review and I'm like, oh my God, you know what? Like my friends that work at the film studios, they give each other like screeners, mm -hmm. uh, DVDs and they go sell it at Amoeba Records. I was like, well, I'm gonna sell all these books that we're getting for review and try to make some extra money. And I was so dumb that I did it on Amazon using my real name. I didn't even create oh, an no. alias or anything. Also, for anyone that doesn't know, this is like back when Amazon was a bookstore. A bookstore, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I did it on amazon.com and um, the, the, the publishers of the other, the competing gay men's magazine found out and then I got in trouble. I got fired because okay. of that. Then I had to get a temp job because I didn't have any money saved because I was only working $30,000 a year. I was working as a temp for uh, E Entertainment mm -hmm. as the receptionist for all of E. It was November of 2004. Janice Dickinson comes in one day and she was very popular back then because Top Model was a huge show in 2004. She is the world's first supermodel. Yeah. And she comes in and she said, honey, do you like my shoes? I'm like, oh, they're lovely. She says, you know how many men I had to fuck to get these shoes? I'm like, uh, I don't know, but they're worth it. She's like, which way to the bathroom? Like down the hall to your left. She goes to the bathroom. She stops halfway. She's like, shit, I forgot my tampon. She had left her purse with her gay boy assistant in the reception area. She comes back, gets her purse. I'm like, please, as if she's still ovulating. <laughs> she just wanted everybody to think that. 
She goes to the bathroom. While she's in the bathroom, her gay boy assistant opens her purse, gets this prescription pill bottle, opens the prescription pill bottle, snatches a few pills and puts it in his pocket. And then I saw all this happen. And by that point, I had already started my little blog. And I'm like, well, this happened in public. I'm yeah. not revealing any e-insider information. It happened in the reception area, not an office. Exactly. <laughs> so I wrote about it. And then the very next day, this hot blonde dude from HR comes to get me and said, did you write this? And I couldn't lie because by then, at that point, it wasn't even, I, 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 it wasn't PerezHilton.com. It was called Page666.com. <laughs> and, I was, and, and I was using my real name, oh, which is shit. Mario Lavandeta. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you're fired. So then I was like, shit, fuck, what do I do? I ended up moving back to New York City because I had kept my apartment there from college, which me, being the hustler that I have always been and the rule breaker, for the two years that I had been in LA, I had been subletting, mm-hmm. but charging my tenants more than the rent for the entire apartment. So mm-hmm. I was making a profit so I could move back to New York and not have any living expenses because oh, wow. I kicked out the roommate and the other two were still covering the entire rent of the apartment. So long story short, I ended up getting a job at Star Magazine because I was, you know, known for my little blog. And I was freelancing first at Star covering red carpets. And at that point, Perez Hilton was already a thing? Yeah. I was covering red carpets for Star Magazine freelancing. Perez. Yes. Uh, And then I got a full-time job there and I was there for about six months and I knew I hated it right away, but they were paying me $55,000 a year. Oh, so almost double. Almost double what the gay men's magazine was. But I was, I put me in such a, like really like an awful depression, like situational depression. Anyways, I ended up getting fired from that job too, because I sucked at it. I was so (laughs) bad at it that towards my last few months, I was there only six months. But towards my last few months at Star, they had me on expert duty. If you remember back to like the spring of 2005, all the covers were Lindsay Lohan weighs 95 pounds. Nicole Richie weighs 88 pounds. Mm-hmm. So I had to talk to the doctors and the nutritionists. Fact checker. I had, I had to get them to give me a, a guesstimation on how much they weighed. Oh, so like finding a source? Yeah, kind of. like Then because of the expert's guess of her weight, that's what they would put on the cover. So that is like their version of fact checking. Kind Kind of, of, yeah. Wait, so hold on. For Perez Hilton, did you, was there fact checking going on at all? Or, or. Well, it depends on the source. Is that what separates like journalism and gossip? If it was somebody I knew, you know, I didn't fact check it because I know the person giving me the information. Sure, sure, Mm -hmm. sure. Uh, Anyways, I got fired from that job, but because I was there for six months, I was able to collect unemployment. And that unemployment, it was what then helped me do my website full time. And when did this decision and then to- a year later, after a year of doing PerezHilton.com, then with Google AdSense and my unemployment check, did I start to make enough money? Mm-hmm. And then eventually I made a little bit more and then a little bit more and then a little bit more, but it never really took off. But until, Star was the last job. Yeah. It never really took off until after I started doing it full time. And at what point did the decision to use a stage name come? Was it because of the firing that you decided to go with Perez Hilton? No, I decided to do a stage name because, you know, I used to do a lot of things differently back then, including outing people, which I don't do anymore. Mm -hmm. And I regret I was young and dumb, but that's not an excuse. I take full accountability for my mistakes. I mean, it sounds like you knew that that was like kind of wrong. Yeah. yeah, I knew and I didn't care. Yeah. 
I, I would, and I would say stupid things to myself mm-hmm. to justify my behavior. It's like, oh, you know, this is what my friends and I talk about. Like, right. But it goes back to what I was saying earlier, mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Just because you talk about something with your friends in private doesn't mean you should it share should it with the whole world. Okay. I learned that lesson. Have you ever canceled someone? I don't know. I don't even know if cancellation is a real thing. I don't know if you can really be canceled. Well, okay, I should modify that. A-listers are not ever cancelable. Okay. But if you're not an A-lister, you can be canceled. Why? Because there's enough money behind that machine? Because no matter what awful thing you do, they, they will still have fans. What about Kanye? He still has fans. If he were to start a direct-to-consumer website next month, it mm-hmm. would make millions of dollars. Or even like Bill Cosby, convicted rapist. If he were to go on a comedy tour next mm-hmm. month, Maybe some venues wouldn't book him, but other venues would book him and he would probably sell out. Or maybe like the greatest example of all is Michael Jackson. Or Chris Brown, look at him, or Mel Gibson. He's still thriving and he said racist, anti-Semitic Do you think Mel Gibson could say that now? Yes, because he's an A-lister. So there's like a certain- Hierarchy or like- Hierarchy, yeah. Do you have like on your platform, are there certain guiding- principles that you have as far as subjects or people that you will not give attention to, like that you will not put on your own platform. Like, like are canceled there, from PerezHilton.com. No, well, just, yeah. Like that, like you, you get a tip from whatever source and it's about a certain person or it's a certain narrative, like a certain storyline about this person's life. Like, I know um, you just said that like you wouldn't out someone, like if yeah. someone gave you like very credible, like we just saw, like, I don't know who definitely making out with someone of the same gender. It depends if it, oh yeah, that I won't do anymore. Okay. Um, but if, I don't have to necessarily be interested in somebody to talk about them. Like if I think my audience would be interested mm-hmm. in it, I'll share it. Yeah. No, but more from like a moral perspective oh, I'm yeah. talking about. There's a lot of things. Like I have a no kids policy on my okay. website. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I won't run paparazzi photos of celebrity Is that children. It was after having kids. Mm-hmm. I also am very mindful of like mourning, like, which is weird. Like I don't like posting photos of, from like celebrity funerals or things like that. Mm, okay. Um, I'm very mindful of like any health related things, like even like paparazzi photos of- Like Steve ce- Jobs. Yeah. Paparazzi photos of celebrities at a hospital or this or that or whatever, or like health health concerns. Like it's, mm-hmm. I'm very mindful and cautious of things like that. That's really interesting. I think because I feel like- that's definitely something that people would want to see because those are like humanizing moments in a way, right? Like those are like the instances. I feel like that should be up to the celebrities to share Absolutely. That. Oh no, I'm not saying yeah. that like you should feel pressured to post it, but yeah, it's, yeah. I think that that's actually really nice that you don't do that because other people definitely have and, and will. Can you think of a definitive moment where that changed for you or was it just a gradual like, I mean, the times are like that now, right? Like well, we're a all things. a little bit more mindful now. I, I first started to want to change how I covered celebrities pretty soon. Like I started in in 2004, Mm -hmm. but actually it was tied to when I began my health journey. After I became a healthier person, I became a happier person Mm. and my thoughts even changed, Mm -hmm. but I was afraid. I was paralyzed by fear to make a change because I had been Perez and doing my things a certain way for so long, my brand had been established. 
I was afraid, well, if I change my brand, that will cost me money. Mm. How will people respond? So I didn't change for for years after that, even though I was already feeling this change within me. Mm -hmm. And then eventually just got to a point where I knew I had to. I love Oprah. I'm an otheist. I will regularly, like once a year, watch the very last episode of the Oprah Winfrey show because it was like her ultimate masterclass. If you, any of you are ever needing like some aha moments, some awakening, go watch that. It was not the one where she was at the United Center with Beyonce and Kristen Chenoweth performing. It was her speaking by herself for an hour to her audience, basically sharing all of the life lessons she had learned up until then. And one of the things she said was, just listen. When in doubt, just listen. Be still and listen. God, the universe, your instinct, your gut, whatever you want to call it, has the answers. And if you don't listen, that voice will get louder. And if you keep on ignoring it, it eventually it's going to smack you upside the head. And that's what happened to me. In the fall of 2010, six years after I had started my website, there was this awful, awful, awful thing that we had never seen before and thankfully haven't seen since. There was this rash of gay teenagers that took their lives by suicide. I remember that, yeah. And there was this journalist named Dan Savage that created this um, very simple campaign called It Gets Better. And the concept was older people making videos for younger folks sharing their stories. So I got a press release the day he started this. And I think I was the first public figure or personality to make an It Gets Better video. And I thought, wow, in this time of darkness, I'm doing something to spread light and positivity. But the response that I got to that video was the complete opposite of that. Overwhelmingly, almost all of the comments were, how dare you? How dare you make an It Gets Better video when you're a part of the problem? You're a hypocrite. You're a bully. And I was like, whoa. That's not who I am in my heart, dot, dot, dot. And this was like a real, like the brick upside the head moment. It is who I had become. Even if I could never see that up until that moment, because I kept justifying my behavior saying, oh, I'm just saying what people are thinking, or it's just or a character. Perez internally, not that's not who you are in your heart. Yeah, but it's who I had become. It is what you had been spreading. It's, it's who I had become, and I had to take ownership <sighs> of that, and I had to say, you know what? Well, I don't care if I lose everything. I don't care if I don't get the views anymore, and I haven't. After I made the change, I didn't get the and views did that, that I was come getting. Right away in that moment, or like was there a moment of resistance for you? Where no, right away, right away, right away. I think you had already been on the journey. Yeah, yeah. You talked about it, right? Like I think because I remember if if I'm recalling correctly, I think it was Chloe Kardashian, especially a few people. Yeah. I was awful to a lot of people, mm -hmm. and the thing is, and this is like. I've been in a lot of therapy, so I've stopped seeking redemption mm -hmm, from mm -hmm. people because I know that most will never give it to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I also don't need it anymore because I have redeemed myself. By, to yourself. Yeah, by actually changing yeah. and by trying to make amends and apologizing publicly and privately. Um, this makes you the perfect person to ask because I think about this all the time. But, you know, obviously the world is in a really different place 20, 20 years ago versus now, right? Politically, socially, culturally, everything. Do you think that people should but is be it, held? Yeah, is absolutely. It, I don't know if it is that much different. Like, it's like the things we, we take can two say, steps forward and we take funny. three steps back. It's sure, like a constant the, state of the pendulum swinging. But the, the sense perfect, of humor like, is different. 
But even like, look at, uh, for for example, your site, you know, when you write the, the letters changed, with the, yeah, sure. I, I you've changed. Other people have I think other much. people have. I and I know. guess my question is like, should, should people be held accountable for like jokes they made 20 years people ago? People do. But should they think, be held to the standard? Because the internet and receipts are forever. Mm-hmm. But you don't think we know better now? Like, do you, yeah, like, but like even with still, you, you know, people like, still want to see me suffer for the, mm-hmm. for the mistakes that I made. But is I wouldn't that, call them mistakes. Right? They were decisions. They were the awful decisions that I made in the past. Do you think you deserve redemption though? I think you do. No, I probably wouldn't redeem, forgive myself if I wasn't me. <laughs> of really? course I'm forgiving myself. I, I was in my late twenties. Mm-hmm. I knew what I was doing was hurtful and wrong. But the and world I didn't was different. Care. It was really different. All I cared about was the attention I was getting. Mm-hmm. And the world rewarded me for it. Right. I got rewarded for right. my bad like, behavior. Right, like I think the world was equally as responsible for your success as you, like if not 50-50, right? I but mean, that's, I think what you're maybe trying to get at is that like the stuff that you were sensationalizing then, I think there was a reason why people were so into it, right? And I think that there probably is still an audience for that kind of content now, but it's just shifted. Now it's like a lot more politics. Look at this woman, Candace Owens, that Kanye Mm -hmm. has Mm -hmm. buddied himself up to. But I think now people would also be more calling out like that's transphobic. That's racist. That's whorephobic. That's, you know, whatever phobic or ist. I don't think that was happening like 15, 20 years ago, which is I think kind of what Mm -hmm. you're, you're getting at. Right. So I think things have changed, but like then I'm also curious, like what happens when, you know, when people do get deplatformed, like for us, we don't have a platform anymore, right? I mean, we do. I don't want to say the Pornhub doesn't have a platform, but like we don't have Instagram. So there's a lot of things that we really care about talking about that we really want people to know about, like the sex work community in particular, because that's like where we come from. But now we don't have that option. So like, what does that mean also in the case of like someone that gets canceled that maybe wants to find a way back and like doesn't have I that do, ability I anymore? I do wish that there was, that there were different rules. For example- I know I did not deserve to get banned from TikTok. It's the only Mm -hmm. platform I've ever been banned on. Mm -hmm. And it was a super, like they never gave you a reason. Nope. They never said there were these videos that they just said violating community guidelines, which is BS. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Treason. I, I, I was banned and then I stayed off the platform for 19 months. And then something like I had this light bulb moment. I'm like, let me just try to get back on. Like, I feel like if you give somebody a 12 month ban, mm-hmm. they'll learn their fucking lesson. Like, I don't I don't think you need to ban people forever. So it's like jail. Like yeah, you serve exactly. your time, like you're going to be but by extra. Those rules, there should be redemption. Yes, there yeah, should be. That's what I think we're all saying. Yeah. Like, I think you guys should be able to be back on well, especially Instagram. We I never should be did anything little, wrong. I know. <laughs> we literally. Never I should did. be able to be back on TikTok. Like, what What do you think? That, what is the next like, platform going to be? What is the point of a, a lifetime ban? Like, that's not how jail it's works. Sure, they just yeah. don't. Right, they don't it want sex ho- workers or adult brands on that platform. Also, how is the world yeah, supposed like, to progress? Would like you that? like like a great experiment would be, and actually, it could be a um, maybe like an ongoing segment in your podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, Pornhub should try to start a TikTok account. We are. 
Have you? We're start. We're starting. We we made the decision a couple of years ago to not go on it. I think like when you said it was really more of like a kids focused platform. Back then, but now it's but not. it's changed. So yeah. we're like, okay, maybe it isn't a. You know, we can obviously again with a mindful audience in mind. We are an eighteen plus content. So actually, it goes back to what I was saying. Uh, I, I don't think I ever shared the story. So I. I did a video about mm-hmm. Pornhub getting censored and yes. being banned on Instagram. And I posted it on my secret TikTok account because I'm not supposed to be on TikTok, but I'm still on there anymore. And I think Variety wrote about it, right? Yeah. And all I did was take a screen grab mm-hmm. of the Variety article mm-hmm. and I was in front of it and I was like, this, this it says sucks. censorship yeah. sucks. Censorship sucks. Censorship sucks. Yeah. And that video got censored on TikTok <laughs> because- I, well, I wasn't even linking to Pornhub.com. It was a variety mm-hmm. headline, mm-hmm. but because it was talking about Pornhub and mentioned the word porn, it violated community guidelines right. on Which TikTok. Which again, just by so existing. Like, exactly. So it's like, I don't even know if it might have to be P-Hub because porn might not be an allowable screen I don't name think it is. Even TikTok. sex workers that refer to us on certain social media platforms, it's all coded. And I think that that's so interesting. Like the language that gets used, like right now people will, will not write Pornhub. They'll put like the black and orange, like the hearts or like the little squares. Oh, wow. And so that's become like a new code. And even that, like there's been like censorship of of emojis, like, you know, cause back in the day people used to put like the eggplant emoji or like the peach emoji. We all know what those are, the little droplets. Like it's supposed to be sweat. It's not sweat. We know what it is. <laughs> and so, but even that, like people are getting, they're not allowed to use those in certain contexts now. So it's like, you're not allowed to put a photo of a vegetable because it has a certain meaning. Like that's been a thing that's been happening. And getting so if all people- these popular platforms are getting more and more censored and the one that you're saying is the current one, TikTok, There's this is the, the most future. This is the now. All, yeah. It's the most censoring of them all. Like We're going to give is- it a shot, but I really don't think that we're going to be able to grow on there. But like what is, so in the future, like is the world just headed it- in a direction where we're going to be more and more censored yeah. rather than- yes. So free speech is going to be less and less enforced. Unless maybe or, I mean, Twitter might really be the only place, but it sucks because Twitter is old and just- And it's not a visual medium, which is what we are. Yeah. I mean, like we it certainly- It feels a little analog. Yeah. It does. Like every time, like when we post like video or photos on there, I'm just like, ooh, this is a little cringe. But like, we don't have a choice because that's like the only mm-hmm. place now that we really have to mm-hmm. share that imagery. And like, we're not going to, we're not going to not like- promote what we're doing. We're not going to not like support members of our community and share their content and, and boost visibility for them. So it's just like, like, do we just have to become this completely PG play by their rules brand in order to continue being on platforms? And sadly, so you think that's the future? I mean, I'm I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying we're we're asking the question. Because even it like, uh, unless even if they they change social media rules for all of the apps to 18 plus, mm-hmm. you still have to deal with the advertiser issue. Right. So it's like, is that going to help much? I don't know. And is that not going to change? I mean, it's just crazy to me that like Game of Thrones is on TV and literally there's like incest and murder and all this stuff. And yet like- Yeah, but I also We wish- can't just support a fucking woman who wants to have sex for money. Like- what? I know. And well, I wish I mean, that we could have like honest and candid conversations with advertisers. Cause it's like, dude, like, do you want to know where people are paying attention? It's on Pornhub. Like, <laughs> how do you think, you know, we are an ad supported platform and like we did have mainstream brands that used to advertise with us, 
But then they got publicly called out, which was really interesting, I think, as like another way of like deplatforming. Like I think there were there was like Heinz, um, Unilever, like some of their brands were um, were advertising on, on Pornhub, which I was like, yes, that's so smart because we have like 120 million daily visitors. Like what a great wow. place to find an audience. You know what I mean? What a great way to get. Yes. Like, daily. Has yeah. that ever happened to you where you've been dropped by an advertiser because of another client of theirs? Or like competition. I've like- had some uh, similar things happen, you know, like losing opportunities because of who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you say what? Or- yeah, sure. Like um, the very first season of that TV show, The Voice, mm-hmm. they had a correspondent role as like a social media Like expert. a Ryan Seacrest type. No, no, like a social media expert, okay. which Christina Milian ended up doing, which she's not a social media expert, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. But they were interested in me. Until Christina Aguilera got the job as a judge or coach, whatever they call them. And she didn't like me. So she had me next. And that's okay. You know, have you met a lot of people you've written bad things about? In the past, yes. Thankfully, it, uh, things are uh, things are different now. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. get it. Like they're cool. Well, yeah, and I, it's been great to be able to like truly make amends with people. You know, like Fergie or, or Will mm-hmm. I Am. We had mm-hmm. very storied beef in the past, and things are good now. Yeah, like, I, I like not having negative karma out there. <laughs> sure, I do believe in karma cleansing. Mm-hmm. Do you think that type of celebrity gossip should? I, I understand you're not going to do it. Do you believe it still has a place in the world? Like just uh, like in well, terms I of be- I free expression, be- free speech. Yes, absolutely. But I don't think that you need to things that I used to do, like mm-hmm. give like insult people because of their appearances or this or that or the other. And it sucks that people st- people still do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like Madonna. How do I want to phrase this? I might have my own private opinions about Madonna that mm-hmm. I share with my gays, which I now don't share publicly. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like you wouldn't make a post about those. No, things. Yeah. no, but like so many people leaving like awful, hateful comments about Madonna and her looks on across her social media, mm-hmm. like the daily mail, they might do a web, an article about, Oh, all these people are c- commenting on how ugly Madonna looks. Mm-hmm. Is that necessary? Mm-hmm. Like why feed the trolls as they say, well, but they're not even trolls. It's not, that's the thing, right? It's not even trolls. It's, normal, everyday people leaving those comments. So is everyone a troll now? Most everybody then, yes. Interesting. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess so. Everyone has their people moments. People feel they could say anything on social media. Until they can't. Exactly. And then they get deplatformed. Until they can't. Well, actually, it's really interesting now. A lot of the, like Instagram um, prompts you, ooh, what you're saying are you sure you want to say that? Like, can mm. you say anything spicy? I've never gotten that. Oh yeah, I have. Probably. I don't think Pornhub has either. I don't so think I've. I don't think they give that us, luxury. I don't think they give us that. Like, I think I, I think I. I said. I think they're like, oh, good, they're gonna do it, and now we have a reason <laughs> to it, kick them it, off. Do it. <laughs> I think I might have said something like, "That's dumb," or like using the word "dumb" or "stupid." That's not allowed. I don't think. I don't. Or maybe it is. I don't. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I. I, I did notice that. Not, I don't say, I don't get those often because I am on my right best there. behavior. We are, we are treated like that is we're getting different treatment. Yeah. Proof. You have been given a chance 
But to that's save in, in the comments section. From being banned. That's in the comments section. Okay. So you get a prompt like, oh, that comment. Are you sure you want to say that comment? Mm. I think Twitter does that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I would imagine that that would probably also apply for like a caption because I think- I've never it's had a, that in the caption If it's before. a ban word, because we have ban words on Pornhub as well, where if someone tries to title something with certain words or tries to make a comment using certain words, it draws from the same database that will not allow you to 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 say those things. And like we have- But that is a good thing, right? Like it is this- a good thing because it's just, I mean, I, I guess I guess people can debate that one way or the other. I think it's a good thing. Sure. Yeah. I think so too. I think so. I mean, yeah, we have it because we're trying to keep people The committee safe. agrees. Yeah. <laughs> we think it's a good idea. Okay, so our ideal social media platform <laughs> would have a ban word system. We agree yes. with that. And you'd get a warning if yeah. you were about to be banned. You would get a certain number of strikes, then you go to jail- Right, you yeah. go to, and it you would get, be in other ways. It would be just like TikTok. Yeah. Exactly, jail shouldn't be forever. No, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a limited, and then it could also be a thing where, depending on the severity, the length should be based on the severity. It should be exactly. exactly. It could be a week. It could be a month. It could be a year. Because I think that Facebook does do that. They don't. I don't think they delete you, but they prevent you from uh, being able to post or to message. I think that you can still use Messenger, but if you violate if you say something that is against their terms, they they stop you from being able to share in communities and in groups and stuff like that. So like they obviously do have these features, but I mean, I think like the thing that, you know, we're all kind of asking for yourself included is like, is just transparency. And that is something that like Pornhub tries to do because we do have our own content rules, right? And so a couple of years ago, those, those rules actually shifted um, and certain performers did have content removed from the platform as a result as a result of those rules becoming enforced. But something that we've really been trying to be transparent about is keeping those channels of communication open because we do care about commun- like about um, creator success. We do want people to have the ability where it's like, okay, like you did have this video that was not compliant for like X, Y, Z reason. Here are the exact reasons why you are not allowed to have that up anymore. So we would really love for you to put it back. If you can edit it like this, get rid of that and then boom, put it back. It's back up for monetization. I don't know any other platforms that do that. And I'm not Mm -hmm. even just trying to like pat us on the back. Like I do think it's great that we do that, but it's like, why in theory, like how come Instagram can't have that? Well, they're too big. But like- They don't have the bandwidth to be giving that kind of feedback to, to all the people because- there's but a if lot Pornhub of Pornhub can do it, sir, surely. I mean, I think but you probably have a lot less creators. We do, but we still have a lot of a, still, a lot of content. And I mean, it's just like if they can catch someone saying the word dumb and giving you a little warning, like there are ways that you can automate this stuff, right? Like there is there has to be technology that is either available or in the process of becoming available. And then I know that like that does get into a whole other conversation with respect to like surveillance and AI and like things that like, you know, can kind of go from being good for like being used for good and then kind of really quickly being used for not so good, which can get scary. Um, But I don't know. I just, I feel like there has to be a way to use these things that is in the name of ultimately safety and good. And like kind of using that like mindfulness. But at the end of the day, it's also that they just don't care. 
Mm-hmm. Because that's it's what just it is. about I think that's money. That's what it is. Because we're like, you know, you're absolutely right that that would take so much actual manpower that is beyond just the robots and the machines mm-hmm. and the AI, right? It's all of the but above. Like, it would does require it. automation. Pornhub does it, yeah. and it requires a lot of work. It and costs I actually, us a lot of money too. And we I, we can cut this part out, but like I happen to know the person who is on the team of the human you know, surveillers of these videos that are mm-hmm. submitted when they're flagged. And it's a, it sounds like a really fucking terrible job. Like mm-hmm. the, it's not, it's so far, the, the stuff they see is so far beyond like what we even think. And, but that being said, it is, I think the responsibility, right. Of mm-hmm. like, if you're going to have this much power, you got to do it. It's a lot of work. But and I it's also, terrible, but I know a lot of those it. people too. And like, we, we talk to each other quite a bit and like, that is a question that moder- that moderators at Pornhub get a lot. And I'm sure that they get at other platforms too. Like, how do you do it? And they're just like, there are people that are able to mm-hmm. watch that kind of content. And, and I guess not like, and they are supported. They do have access to a lot of mental health, re- mm-hmm. mental yep. health resources. But I, I do think it takes a person with like a certain kind of constitution to do that type of but work. But you could say that and about thank, anything. You could say course. that about a surgeon. You could of say course. that about and someone like, that goes God into that the army. There. Like we're so lucky yeah, that we have them, sure. but they also take their jobs very seriously mm-hmm. and they're very proud of what they do because they really do believe that they are helping to keep the platform safer. So mm-hmm. let's so, like, go back to pornhub.com for a mm-hmm. minute. If you get 120 million viewers a day, yeah. do you really need social media? I mean, yes, because we have people that are coming. There's a very big difference between Pornhub the brand and Pornhub, the product. So Pornhub as a product, we all know what it is. We all know what it's for, but we do take our role as a platform that sex workers are using to share and monetize their content very seriously. And so our presence on social media is really about kind of trying to share information about that because there's so much. You can't do that. On people don't want to see that when they're coming to Pornhub to jerk mm, off. That's not that what people are sense. on Pornhub for. And so. not to mention just like on a social and more like universal scale, like it is important to us sex workers that our biggest brand to ever exist, Pornhub, is represented in the actual world, in the actual media. Like mm-hmm. that means, that is validating to us as people. It is teaching our children is, that sex workers are oh, here's people. An, here's the question right? I'm also curious about. So Pornhub was banned on Instagram. Does Pornhub have a Facebook account? No, we've never been allowed to have a Facebook account. You've never account. been allowed to we have a Facebook account. We tried to, account. and they were just like, absolutely not. How fascinating. Yeah. And it's just because there's so many misconceptions about, I think, what- but it's like, why not? Why? I, don't I would love to know. I would love to not? sit down if with you, someone. I mean, you, I know why, but- if you're, But it's like, if you can upload content that does not violate their community guidelines, why not allow you on the platform? Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to me. Do you because think a platform like that could be successful? A platform like what? One that does allow- it should, yes. Do you look at Twitter? Twitter allows you, and they're successful. Elon Musk just bought them for a bunch of billions. Do you think if Twitter today, tonight, suddenly allowed us on their platform and openly like supported sex workers, even they without, do, I believe, uh, by well, still allowing them, you know, Twitter. No, but like your video got taken down just for mentioning Pornhub. That was on TikTok. I, I'm talking about TikTok, sorry. Yeah, oh, you yeah. said Twitter, oh, but yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay, sorry, so if, I meant TikTok. Like, if, if they allowed that tonight, like, would they continue to be oh, successful? Oh, no, there would be, are you kidding me? No, 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 no way. Why? They, 
Cause parents, and we've got a, we've got a ban that it'd go back to all the conservatives be like, Donald Trump was right. We need to ban them. They're spying on us. They're corrupting so our children. What's it going to take for the world to get there? Well, I think the first step is making social media 18 plus personally. That okay. might, people might think that's ironic coming from me. But I don't I, think that's crazy. I, I think that's a great idea. I think it should be 18 plus or have different, which is actually something that Facebook is working on. Mm-hmm. They are working on a teen version of Instagram. Well, there are Instagram accounts that are flagged as only for 18 plus, And I think that you have to be like, I think that we were definitely labeled. I don't know if your personal mm-hmm. account Asa is yep. like that. So that technically people that are kids are not able to see your, mm-hmm. like you won't show up at all. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I think they are actually also planning either an Instagram or a Facebook for teenagers. Like a separate one. Yes, yeah, but you know, but I'm wondering if it's a separate one and maybe this is just me being so pessimistic. I feel like if it's a separate one, it won't work, it won't survive. It's just not going to be successful. It might. But if we Kids might like that there's we, no old like, people on there. But if we just like if every What are the things If I, every social media platform became 18 plus, then it would have there would be no choice but to work. True. And also I've learned this the hard way. Um, Teenagers, anybody over the age of 35 is old and they're also the enemy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Teenagers hate old people, anybody 35 plus. So they might like being just amongst their peers Mm -hmm. because everybody 35 plus is so out of touch. They're just so wrong on everything. But teenagers also love things they can't do. True. They don't create fake accounts with with the For email sure. addresses yeah. and you know lie about their age. I mean, that's age. always going to happen. Yeah. But from the parents' perspective, maybe that would. But know. I think if it's all eighteen plus, mm-hmm. then like there really is no reason why Pornhub shouldn't be allowed on every platform. Thanks for listening to Terms of Service, a podcast series starring Alex Kakesi and myself. Today's interview was with Perez Hilton, who you can see more of at PerezHilton.com or at PerezHiltonThinks on TikTok and at PerezHilton on Twitter. Terms of Service is a Pornhub podcast. Our executive producers are Alex Kakesi, Ezra Paget, and me, Asa Akira. Our producer is Ryan Woodhall. Thank you to Ian, Eduardo, Michael, Sana, and the whole Pornhub team. Also our LA team. Bryce Halleck and George Kimmel, and of course, to all of our wonderful guests.